Hello! Welcome back to Season 3 of Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. In tonight's story, originally told at the end of August of 2008, Diana was already asleep, and you can hear her breathing deeply in the background. But, since we recorded it, she later got to hear the story of Flip Flop and the Amazing Clown Circus. I hope you enjoy. Different people have different things that they like to do for entertainment. Some people like to go to world fairs and eat food from different countries. Some people like to go to the movies. Some people like to go to music concerts. Some people like to go to... Yeah, it seems like my friend Jenna has seen every movie come out. Flip-flop liked to go to the circus. He had been to every circus there was. He had been to the Shriner Circus and the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. He had been to the Cirque du Soleil. He had been to the Cirque du Quebec. He had been to the Cirque du Quebec. He had been to really just about any circus you've ever heard of, and plenty of them that you haven't. He particularly liked circuses that had clowns. Now don't get me wrong, he liked the acrobats, and he liked the snake charmers. He didn't have much use for the tiger trainers for obvious reasons. He liked the elephants, and the people who did stunts on horses, but what he loved most of all was the clowns. He loved them because he thought they were funny. He loved them because sometimes he could get a a good idea for a new joke or prank. Well, one day, Flip-Flop was at the Elysium, and he was opening the mail. Now, they didn't get very much mail at the Elysium, so it wasn't a job that usually took very long. But Flip-Flop always did it, always checked the mail. And on this particular day, he saw a special envelope that was addressed specifically to him, Flip-Flop. Now, this was a little bit unusual. Frequently, people sent letters to their relatives who were staying at the Elysium for a week or two. And there was a lot of mail that Flip-Flop opened that was addressed just generically to the Elysium or to the administrator of the Elysium or to the guardian of the Elysium. And those were usually things like maintenance bills and... Like what? Maintenance bills, you know, people who came and cleaned up for a fee, or um, paying for the water or the electricity and things like that. But very rarely did he get a letter that was addressed to him perfectly. It was in a thick, creamy white envelope. The envelope was so thick that the flap didn't bend as he opened it. Inside was a ticket. It was gold on one side. On the back, written in very fancy writing, was, Dear Flip-Flop, it has come to your attention, our attention that you are a great patron of the circus and that you have a particular love of clowns. We would like to offer you this special invitation to come to the opening performance of the Circus of Clowns. And the Flip-Flop thought, Wow, an entire circus dedicated only to clowns. 
That sounds perfect for me. And he looked to see when the date was. And it was that night. And he looked down at the bottom and he saw where it was. And he said, oh, I know how to get there by the cat's paw highway. So he hurried up, finished opening the rest of the mail, washed his whiskers, washed his paws, told the other cats at the Elysium where he was going. And then hopping on the cat's paw highway, he turned around three times, saying, cat's paw highway, cat's paw highway, cat's paw highway. Take me where I want to go. And he was sitting there. The circus was being held on a tropical island in the Mediterranean Ocean. Semi-tropical. Anyway, it was a... Semi-tropical. Well, tropical has been very warm. And this wasn't quite that warm. It was warm, sort of like Florida, maybe. But anyway, he arrived there. And as soon as he stepped off the cat's paw highway, he knew he had come to the right place. Because he could see a big red circus tent up ahead. And you could see clouds. Clowns, clowns, clowns with green hair and blue noses, clowns with blue hair and red noses, clowns with red hair and green noses, wearing face paint and shoes that were too big and silly hats and driving little funny cars. And he walked up to the tent. He presented his golden ticket. And the ticket taker said, Oh, yes. Welcome to the first performance of the Circus of Clowns. So Flip-Flop went in, and as soon as he was seated, they began the show. And the first clown act was they drove a small car out, about the size of the car that you and Diana have, the little plastic car that's in the garage. They drove that one out, and a door opened, and a clown got out. And then another clown got out. And then another clown got out. And these were not small clowns. These were clowns as big as I am. And another one, and another one, and another one. And before they were finished, seven clowns had gotten out of the car, all wearing their funny hats and big floppy shoes. And everyone clapped because it was a great trick to fit that many clowns in a tiny little car. And then the last clown to get out snapped his fingers, and a little dog dressed in a silly hat and a tutu jumped out too and barked. And then everybody really applauded. And one of the clowns got back in the car and drove it back out of the circus arena. Flip-Flop thought that was pretty good, but he'd seen tricks like that before. He knew how it was done. Well, I don't know how it's done, but Flip-Flop does. The next clown to come up was a juggling clown. He juggled. He started out juggling just regular balls, and then he juggled snowballs, and then he... Snowballs! Yes. And then he juggled bowling pins, and then he juggled bowling balls. Uh, those are heavy. Those are very heavy. Very difficult to juggle. Gotta be really strong. And Flip-Flop was impressed. He had never learned how to juggle, but he thought that he would write down the name of this clown. And if he ever decided to learn, he'd ask Flip-Dee-Jibbit to pay the clown to come and teach him. And then the next act after that was a uh, clown that came out with a flower pot, and he had a big, silly-looking seed that was painted all sorts of rainbow colors. And he planted it in the pot and sprinkled some water on it, and this huge flower grew up out of the pot. And then the clown walked over to the flower, and he poked it, and when he did, the front of the flower 
opened up and squirted water over the whole audience. And the flower was so big, it was like a fire hose spraying over the audience. Flip-Flop laughed and clapped because he had not seen that trick before. He reminded himself to go and find out what the crown's trick was after the show. And then they had intermission. After intermission, there was a clown that came out and did tricks with little dogs. They were really funny-looking little dogs, and they all wore silly clown hats. One of them even wore sort of floppy clown shoes, which Flip-Flop was impressed by because he had never seen a clown manage to get a dog to wear shoes before. And after those clowns had all performed, the ringmaster came out and said, I'm sorry, it was supposed to be a fifth clown act, but the clown that was supposed to perform it is missing and we don't know what's happened. So that's the end of the circus. And everyone applauded and applauded. And Flip-Flop thought that it was one of the better circuses he'd ever seen because it was made entirely out of clowns. Flip-Flop went to try to go talk to the clown that had the trick with the flower pot. And when he got to where the clowns were taking their makeup off, there was a great argument going on because the ringmaster was saying it had to have been another clown that made off with the amazing Bobo's act. And Flip-Flop stopped to listen. He said, may I ask a question? Who was the amazing Bobo? He said he was the he was the fifth clown that was supposed to perform. He has this great act that involves flaming torches and fire breathing and all sorts of great stuff like that. And we found him. He was in the bathroom crying. He said that none of his fire things would work. His, his torches wouldn't light, and he couldn't breathe fire, and he just couldn't go on when none of his fire things would work. And it must have been another clown that sabotaged it. And Flip-Flop thought back. Hmm, he said, I think I know what the problem is. And he called up the clown that had been the second clown, the one that had juggled, had juggled the snowballs, because Flip-Flop thought there was something curious about that clown. Here he was on this warm, warm, really very hot island, but that clown had juggled snowballs for several minutes. They had not melted at all. He said, there's something funny about that clown. And so he asked the ringmaster to call that clown up, and the ringmaster said, you mean Frostical? Sure. Frostical, come up here. This tiger wants to talk to you. And as Frostical came up, and Flip-Flop got a better look at him, he thought that his features looked familiar. And Flip-Flop asked him to take off his makeup. And under his makeup, there was no doubt about it. He looked just like a Frost Fairy. And Flip-Flop said, This is it. This is the one who ruined the amazing Bobo's act. It's a Frost Fairy. That's how he can juggle snowballs. That's why he didn't want to be around fire. And Frostical said, No, no, wait, I'm sorry, it was an accident. I didn't mean to ruin his act. I just walked by too close to his trunk, and my frost magic shut down all his fire things, because frost magic frost magic destroys fire, and fire destroys frost magic. He said, All I want to do is make people laugh. I'm not like an ordinary frost fairy. I really do just want to be a clown. And Flip-Flop looked at him and said, Oh yeah, tell me a joke. And Frostical said, Hmm, okay, 
I'll tell you a joke. He said, how many singlins does it take to screw in a light bulb? And Flip-Flop said, I don't know how many. And Frosticle said, it takes ten. One to screw in the light bulb, and the other nine to fly around him throwing snowballs at him saying, Ah! And Flip-Flop said, I don't get it. And Frosticle shrugged and he said, No, it's a Frost Fairy joke, what can you say? And Flip-Flop said, Well... Here's the, here's the human version of that. Okay. How, how many people does it take to change a light bulb? How many? 9.2. I don't get it, but I read it on a joke It's just a little bizarre. Anyway, Flip-Flop decided that he would that he believed him, and he advised the ringmaster. He said, you know, I think you should let him stay, because he really is a very good juggling clown. He said, you just need to move him to a different tent from the Amazing Bobo, because the Amazing Bobo's fi- juggling with fire and breathing fire will never work if Frosticle's around. And the ringmaster agreed to that, and moved them to tents on opposite sides of the circus. And then Flip-Flop went home, and he got thank you notes a week later from the ringmaster who said that the circus was going wonderfully and was selling out wherever it went and from Frosticle for thanking Flip-Flop for believing him that he wasn't a, that he wasn't evil and that he just wanted to be a clown and from the amazing Bobo for figuring out why it was that his uh, fire act wasn't working and fixing it so that it would and Flip-Flop was happy that he had been able to help. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.